The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Welcome back, Silver and Black. Today, as we roll on here on this Tuesday, we hope you're doing well out there. Do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio. And just turn on the auto download. When you do subscribe, do that. Every time we push a new show, it's going to be right there on your phone. It's the easiest way to do it. Also, hello to everybody on YouTube. Thanks for subscribing to the channel there and also hitting the notifications bell. That way, when we have a new video premiere, you'll be the first to know. Momot and Scott Branson back with you here talking Raiders football. We're going to dive into Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, the Raiders offense, uh, and the disaster we saw in the red zone uh, this past week in the win. Yes, it was a win over the Patriots. But first of all, I want to I want to get general here just for a minute because I real I was looking around. I thought NFL action this past Sunday was some of the strangest and and weakest meaning that I think there was only two teams that scored more than 26 points, right? We're in the era of these spread offenses where points are put. Now, Miami, of course, put up more than 40 again, 
They're the most fun to watch team in the NFL, by the way. Um, you look at this, and I, I realize, to your point you made last segment about if you look at the quarterbacks taken in the first round, it's only, only, only half, right? Or less than half taken in the first round. Um, and so top 10, top 10, excuse me. That's what I meant to say. So you look at this and I really believe you get outside the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. We're, we're sort of in an era of mediocre quarterback play. If you look at it, uh, you look at a lot of these teams, the starters on these teams. If this is eight years ago, these guys aren't starting in the NFL. So it's really interesting, and I know that So when the Raiders complain or Raiders fans complain and we sit here and talk about and analyze the fact that the Raiders don't have good enough quarterback play because they currently don't, Jimmy Garoppolo has been a complete bust in Las Vegas thus far, then you start to think about it. It's happening all over the league. So when you hear people saying tank for Caleb Williams or tank for Drake May, it's not a given. You don't know that that person's going to work out. But I'm just shocked at what I'm seeing because you have all of these offenses built to put points on the board, Mo, and and we're not seeing it. Yeah, and just to kind of rehash my point at the end of the last segment, it, to me, it's not about... Now, of course, if you get it, if you can get a generational quarterback prospect, that could take your franchise to another level. You look at guys like Andrew Luck. You look at what Joe Burrow's doing now. You know, he didn't put up big numbers. Joe Burrow arrives on the scene in Cincinnati, and all of a sudden, they're Super Bowl contenders. You get those type of quarterbacks that can immediately elevate your franchise, great, and you get the number one overall pick. But most teams are not going to get the number one overall pick. So what you have to have is a coaching staff that can develop that quarterback prospect. So you get quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts in the second round. You get Lamar Jackson, the last pick in the first round, and they turn into franchise players because they have the coaching staff to develop them. So it's to me, it's less about the quarterback prospect and more about who are the guys that you have teaching that quarterback, developing that Mm -hmm. quarterback, cultivating that quarterback skill set. To me, that's more important. And I'm not going to call out coaching in the NFL across the league, but I also think that with a lot of young guys coming up, it also, you know, their development, they're going to be hit or a lot of them are going to be hit or miss. I wrote about Desmond Ritter in Atlanta, how he had a good game in week five, I believe through for a season high 329 yards, comes back on Sunday, throws three picks against the Washington Commanders who looked awful the past couple of weeks. So you're going to ride the ups and downs of most quarterback prospects, most quarterback quarterbacks who are in their early stages of their development but as far as the quarterback play this season i would say before we say it's the it's the era of mediocre quarterback play i would just let the season play out because i think a lot of these young guys are going to start to play a lot better toward the end of the year yeah no i agree with you on the young guys especially and and that brings up a good point and then we'll delve into the raiders offense so excuse me but i I just think this is important as the raiders look for uh their next veteran or excuse me their next franchise quarterback, which maybe they already have on the roster in Aiden O'Connell, we don't know, uh, is the fact that these young guys, look, we go into week six and the conversation was, now we know CJ Stroud is doing incredibly well. He's off to a great start and good for him. You and I called that. We wanted the Raiders to move up to get him. But Bryce Young, everybody bust. It's like, dude, it's six weeks. You're playing the most important position in the game and you want to give up on a kid in six weeks. I won't do it. I mean, and I think that's to your point. And that's what I, I want to ask you this question. is: You talk about developing a quarterback. It doesn't matter if they're the first pick in the draft or they're the 40th pick in the draft. It At that position, it takes time. So I think we are so quick as a football community, I'll call it, or a culture. 
people who watch, people who fan, people who cover, to give up on these guys way before it's time just because they can't win games in the first six weeks. I think we were kind of spoiled. We had an era where we watched Drew Brees and Brent Roethlisberger and his prime and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, and, and those guys are now not in the league anymore. And they were like, okay, who are the next crop of quarterbacks? Let's let's remember a lot of these quarterbacks that are starting and are coming up are in their early to mid twenties. We watch we watch guys like I said, Breeze, Brady, Roethlisberger, you know, in their thirties and they're performing at a high level. Of course, they're in their thirties. The thirties. We're talking <laughs> we're talking about guys that are 25, 24 years old. Yeah. Give it a give it a chance. Like guys like her, I mean, of course, Patrick Mahomes is established now. He's got some Super Bowl titles, but guys like Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts and even Lamar, at, you know, is still there's still room for growth with those guys because they're sure. still all young quarterbacks. None of these guys are in their 30s yet. So, yeah, I know a lot of people want to criticize the quarterback play, but I think it's because the last crop of quarterbacks we watched, you know, wildly, wildly experienced and and a lot of them won Super Bowl titles, yeah. multiple, you know, so we, we're looking for that. We're looking for that era again. And it's it's going to take time with guys in their that are between 23 and 26 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and look, I know they're not a great team, but look at Sam Howell in Washington. Now, I know he's inconsistent so far, but you see that in young quarterbacks. And when he's on, though, man, let me tell you, I watched that kid. I'm like, holy crap, where'd this guy come from, right? So so I think that you there is a patience thing. And I know when it comes to the Raiders football, people don't want to be patient because they're tired of losing. And I get that. But you might have more losing ahead with a winning quarterback. I mean, with a young quarterback. This is a funny thing, Scott, mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not painting you know anyone you know any fan base with a broad brush, but yeah. the the whole thing has been just win, baby, and now the Raiders are winning and people are still not happy. And I understand it's because they want a certain quarterback in the yes. draft, and they think these, as I said, are empty wins. I don't think there's a such thing as an empty win, but it's it's funny how Josh McDaniels can sway the the fan base from just win, baby, to yeah, I, I don't want to win that way. Not because I want Josh McDaniels fired. It's it's amazing to me how, how that's come out. Because it, let me tell you, a lot of people are happy after these Raider wins. It is interesting. And I think that comes from a little bit. And, and Murph and I talked about this on the postgame show. It, 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 it stems from the desire to want to be a really good football team. And people don't believe this is a good football team. But you don't wave a magic wand after winning only two games and getting the second or third pick in the draft or the first pick of the draft and then suddenly you're good that doesn't improve the center of your defensive line it doesn't improve your offensive line right even like you talk about the Bengals. now the Bengals, they get burrow and they get to the super bowl on an incredible run but their offensive line stinks right it almost got i mean it got burrow hurt the first year and then the second year when they made it to the super bowl they couldn't and they couldn't win the game because they didn't have protection up front. So it's a mixed bag. I get it. I know Raider fans would say, I'd rather trade that than, than not making the playoffs, all that stuff. But we talked about it too the other night, Mo, which is you got to build the team through the draft. And the, the Raiders had so many draft picks over the last five years and, and, and just crapped the bed on drafting players under both regimes, I think. So you look at that and you think, well, you should be a lot better. So it's not that losing games is going to necessarily make you better because you still got a hit on the draft and it ain't easy. Passion, drive, and patience. 
What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And I think a lot of fans w- would want to see Josh McDaniels fired, and that's why they'll they'll be able to stomach a loss because it means Josh McDaniels will be out of a job and they can get a, a better head coach and then have a better future. I, I get to trust me, I understand the long-term ramifications. I get all of that. But at this point, you're not probably you're not in range for Cleve Williams. He's probably going to be the number one overall pick, and you have several teams in front of you. Denver Broncos, the Raiders already beat the Broncos this year, and they're still awful. You know, the Carolina Panthers don't have their first-round pick, but that pick goes to the Chicago Bears. So the, right now, the Chicago Bears have the first two picks in the draft, and let me tell you, Justin Fields hasn't done enough to keep his job there. No. If they have the first two picks in the draft, they're drafting a quarterback. So the Cleve Williams thing, Raiders fans can get, forget about that. And that's why I encourage Raiders fans to watch Bo Nix and, and Michael Penix on Saturday, watch uh, wa- watch Ewers in Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, watch Shadur Sanders in Colorado because one of those quarterbacks or multiple quarterbacks could fall out of the top ten and still be in the Raiders' range. And like I said, it boils down to: Do you have the coaching staff to develop that quarterback prospect? Yeah, and and we'll have to see. I mean, look, I know fans don't like it because this offense is is beyond disappointing. I mean, there's 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 no other word to 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 say here but disappointing because you have a top paid offense in the league, top five. You have a veteran quarterback. You have an offensive line that was pretty good to end the year last year that has regressed. You have a running back. Now, listen, I understand they showed the stat on Sunday afternoon about how many times Josh Jacobs is getting hit behind the line of scrimmage. We know there's an issue with the line and blocking for the run, but I will say some of it is also on Josh Jacobs because I watched other running backs. Mo, would you say that the New York Giants defensive, um, excuse me, offensive line is a good run blocking unit? Absolutely not. Right. And I saw Saquon Barkley the other night in his first game back behind that terrible, terrible offensive line make plays. So, so I'm not, I'm not trying here to come on and just slam Josh Jacobs, but I am saying that not all the responsibilities on the line, there's multiple things can be true at the same time, as we always say on this show. And I think that's part of it. So we're not seeing them perform, Jacobs, the line. Uh, and and certainly we're not seeing this offense move, meaning there was questionable, again, I thought game management, also scheming towards the end of the game when they were down in the red zone and running on third and two up the middle when you have not been successful running up the middle the entire night. So you're telling me you're just playing for a field goal. Uh, so coaching is an issue here, too. But let's start with the quarterback situation. Jimmy Garoppolo, hope he's feeling better. Um, again, comes out, looks uncomfortable. Couple nice plays that are scripted. Uh, but I just don't know. I mean, what, what, what in his play, Mo, could you tell a fan, hey, it's going to get better. He just needs more time. I don't see it. I don't see it either. 
I will say that if the run game gets going, I think you'll see a better version Fair. of Jimmy Garoppolo. Fair. But, uh, you know, as far as Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback, isolating him from the rest of the offense, he is what he is. And, I, you know, I I said it during the offseason. Mitty G is, is who I see him as. He's just not an upper-tier quarterback. He's a mid-quarterback who's supposed to take care of the football. Now, he had an interception on Sunday, but I don't – I. I would say that 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 was not his fault. You know, Devontae Adams got you know hit, hit one of the biggest hits I saw on Sunday. Yeah, from a from a Patriot defender, the ball flies up in the air. What I will say is Jimmy's fault, or might be Jimmy's fault, is how many times have we seen Jimmy throw a pass to Devontae Adams and Devontae Adams get popped for a big hit? Jimmy Garoppolo has to see that play develop. So if you if you can foresee a player closing down on your wide receiver. Don't throw that ball in that spot because you're setting up your wide receiver to get a, to get walloped. And how, again, this is not the first time Devonta Adams has been walloped after a catch. I right. remember there was a pass way downfield a few weeks ago. I believe it was against the Steelers where Devonta Adams is going up for a pass and he just gets whacked. And I'm like, Jimmy, you have to be able to see that for your wide receiver because he's obviously Devonta's not paying attention to the defender. He's paying attention to the ball. So mm-hmm. you have to guide your wide receiver into open space not into trouble. And that's what worries me about Jimmy Garoppolo, aside from the interceptions and his pocket presence, is that he's leading Devontae Adams into these dangerous situations where Devontae Adams gets hit after or right before the catch. And and he's not he's he's just not finding him. Again, Devontae Adams, look, you know in games and after after the 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 win last week, Devontae Adams said, Hey look, I'm gonna get double team with this you guys still gotta find me. Well they didn't find him again. Oh, except for what you're talking about, of course. But they didn't find him again in this game. And then you see him towards the end of the game. Now, it could be, maybe we're reading too much into it, but his body language was not great. Sitting on the bench with a towel over his head. They're about to win a game. He didn't seem very excited, Mo. <laughs> he just didn't seem very excited. So I don't know where Devontae Adams is at. I mean, he'll be in the press conferences this week and we'll kind of see. But he's a pro. He's not going to sit there and rip his team. Uh, but he will He will speak the truth. He will say things if he, if he, if it's on his mind. But I look at this, too, and another one of the items, I agree with you. I think we said it many times, which was Jimmy Garoppolo is not a top quarterback. He is a bridge quarterback. So I wasn't expecting a lot except for, to your point, protecting the ball. And then we heard a lot about and we saw he is more effective in the red zone. Whoa, that was a problem. We all had critical comments about Derek Carr and how he managed the team in the red zone. He didn't seem to be able to score. And by the way, excuse me, he's still not scoring in the red zone in New Orleans. So I think that's true. But Jimmy Garoppolo ain't scoring either. And neither is Brian Hoyer. Neither is Aiden O'Connell. Like this offense, and no matter who you have, but we were sold on Jimmy Garoppolo being more efficient in the red zone. And it just hasn't happened. They have not been able to do it. I was incredibly disappointed in 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 McDaniel's response at the press conference after the game when they asked him specifically of course any good reporter is going to ask about the red zone because the number was so glaring <clears throat> and I'm going to sum up and you can go listen to it on YouTube but I'm going to sum up McDaniel's answer which is like well it's tighter down there it's harder to run plays in the red zone and uh we got to get better well they asked you the reasons why and he said there's a bunch of reasons <laughs> there's a bunch of reasons now I'm not saying a coach is going to go into an hour Trieste on why offense isn't working the red zone, but you listen to other coaches and other coaches. Hey, listen, you know what? We're not seeing routes. We're not getting off our man. There'll be specific. 
because they understand what it is is, and they just got to work on the problem. But I don't know if he knows what the problem is. And maybe part of the problem or maybe a lot of the problem is him. I think he knows what the problem is, but I don't think he wants to disclose that with the media. Two things here. So I did a bleach report. You can touch on it like and give the media enough to do their job. And I'm not I'm not saying this in defense of the media, but I am saying is it's such a poor answer. It doesn't like even for the writer who has to write the quote, it's not giving the fan or the reader any insight into, hey, we know what it is and we're going to work on it even. I, I got you, Scott, but let's remember where Josh McDaniels comes from. <laughs> true, true. Where does Josh McDaniels come from? Does yeah. Bill Belichick ever give anything to the media? Even no. if he knows the answer, would he tell the media what's wrong with his red zone offense? Would he tell the media what's wrong with his offensive line blocking, run blocking, pass blocking? Is Bill Belichick going to give anything to the media at that point of, of a direct question? Unless you're talking about a long snapper, and Bill Belichick can talk an hour about a long snapper. <laughs> but is he going to give any specifics as to problems with his offense? No. Josh McDaniels comes from that tree. I don't want to call him Bill Belichick Jr. because he doesn't have the success Bill Belichick has uh, as a head coach. But he comes from a New England tree where they're not going to give you anything. And I've listened to Josh McDaniels talk, talk at the podium. And a lot of people want to make fun of him for saying, you know, 55 times in five minutes. But listen to Josh McDaniels at the podium and listen to him talking to his team. I listened to his post-game motivational speech. And at one time during that post-game motivational speech did I hear, you know. Now, I'm going off on a tangent here, but when a person uses a phrase over and over again, it's used to fill space because they don't know what to say. So when you hear Josh McDaniels say, you know, 85 times, it's because he's trying to find the right words to say to the media. He's not used to talking or sharing anything with the media that's worth noting. So he's going to fill that empty space with, you know, you know, you know, because he's trying to find the words to say. Now, again, if you listen to him in his postgame motivational speech, you don't hear the words, you know, one time because he's talking to his guys in the locker room. So my greater point is, if you're expecting some elaborate answer from Josh McDaniels, you're going to be waiting a very long time because you ain't going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I just I'm, I'm amazed, though, that that you don't see improvement. And and again, I know a lot of people. And look, well, you know what? Let's take our final break. We'll come back and we'll finish the discussion. We'll get delve a little bit into the coaching here as, as we move on. Uh, this is Silver and Black today, an Aussie original podcast here with Mo and Scott. We will be right back. 